everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back to Capes and Japes, the podcast where I constantly struggle to say the correct podcast name, despite the fact that I do only have one podcast. Did you... What did you almost say? I I just, like, it. ever since I got it wrong in my head, I'm like, remember to say Capes and Japes this time, Olivia. The only podcast that you do. Hi, I'm Olivia. Hi, I'm Elion. We are here um, with a very special episode of Capes and Japes. It's not that special. It's been a, it's been an eventful time. I'm recently returned to America. Um, we've both seen Infinity War. Um, you had a, a lizard in your room, and then you spilled a soda. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> a lot um a lot of excitement. Um we had a uh, free comic book day. How was your free comic book day? I want to live vicariously through you. Well, Olivia, I spent 3 hours in the comic Great. book store. I love it. Looking at all of the back order comics because my comic book shop does this thing where you get three of the new free comic book day titles and three of their back order stuff that they put out in boxes around the store. Mm -hmm. It was lovely. I talked to a lot of people, mostly just like, has anybody seen any Spider-Man comics? I'm looking for (laughs) Spider-Man comics. And it's like, no, but I've seen a lot of Fantastic Four. Anybody's looking for for Fantastic Four. But I think the most notable thing was somebody was like, uh, talking to their friend just kind of in the same area as me. And they're like, man, I just, I need to find a Hawkeye comic for my sister. And I was like, I have seen one singular Hawkeye comic. And they're like, oh, do you know where it was? And I was like, yes. And I like turned around, went to a different box, pulled out this Hawkeye comic and just brought it to them. Oh my gosh, you hero. Just like, ah yes, it is I, the person who knows exactly where this Hawkeye comic is. <laughs> I am the guardian of the Hawkeye. <laughs> um, God, I miss, uh, R.I.P. Clint. He's not dead, I just like remembering him. Yeah. Oh, right. I mean, maybe he is dead. <laughs> I Maybe still he is dead. I still hold to the theory that he's trapped under a tractor somewhere. Maybe Clint was trapped under a tractor for the entire movie of Infinity War, and he was just stuck there, and he was hoping somebody would come and help him, but they were all too busy with the Infinity War. Yeah, they were all too busy, like, man, this Thanos dude, where's Clint? And Natasha's like, I don't know, probably with his family. He did this thing, I guess. And then Clint's like, Hello? anybody i can't get this tractor off of me natasha you know i can't be left alone (laughs) he's useless look at him please help this man um anyways um follow for more infinity war fan fiction if you want to talk to us about infinity war um we haven't shut up about it so feel free to add us or email us Capesandjames at gmail.com. Um, we'll mention that again at the end of the episode. But if you just want to talk about Infinity War, like, do hit us up for real. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is not an Infinity War episode. No. This episode is about 
Renee Montoya, which was requested or suggested by my buddy Steven, um, and I was more than happy to oblige, um, because Renee Montoya rules, um, and I'm always stoked to talk about her. Um, so Renee was a character created in 1992, um, created for Bruce Timm's Batman the Animated Series, which is probably the most famous Batman cartoon. Um, you know, it, it has like the intro, it's like, and it's like Batman, and it's like all like darkly lit and like cool, and he's like on a rooftop, and then he jumps down in the car, it's like, it's, um, it's very, it's very good. It's, uh, hi, my dog's up here. Um, probably the best Batman cartoon. Olivia, do you want to know a secret? Yes. I haven't seen this Batman cartoon. <gasps> I mean, it aired, um, it aired when we were both babies, so it's reasonable <laughs> that you would not have seen it. Yeah, you... but I could have gone back and seen it. You we could have, have back the and technology. Seen... You still can, is the thing, because the technology does still exist. Um, you've probably seen, like, clips from it. Or oh, like, most definitely. Yeah, and like... And, like, the Bruce Timm character designs are all, like, very iconic. But, so they were developing, um, Bruce Timm and, uh, Paul, Paul Dini, I think, was involved. But, um, they were developing this animated series, and they were like, we want more diversity in this. Um, which is a pretty cool, which is a good place to start in your cartoon. Um, and they came up with this uh, character of Renee Montoya, who's a um, who was an officer with the Gotham City Police Department, and then um, the DC editorial staff, uh, who was in touch with them, saw what they were doing. They were like, "Hey, she's cool. Can we have her?" <laughs> <laughs> They're like, "What?" They're like, "Can we? Yeah, can we put her in? Can we put her in the comic books?" And they were like, "Sure." Um, and they were like, cool. So Renee, because cartoons take much longer to make than comic books, Renee actually showed up in the comics several months before she showed up in the cartoon, despite the fact that she was created for the cartoon. <laughs> so that's just like a, a, a fun, a fun wild thing. But so she's, um, she's created for the animated series, but we're, um talking about uh the comic book version now um she is a um a a latina um cop with the gotham city police department i think her family's from the dominican republic um and she shows up in uh she just she shows up in just like regular like batman storylines as like part of like you know, Batman's interaction with the police department. Um, and she's, um, pretty close with Gordon. She's like generally like on his side with Batman stuff. They like clashed occasionally, but she's like largely like, you know, a, a, a trustworthy 
uh, Gotham police officer, which is like a pretty rare thing to have. Um, and she has, you know, a few like interactions with Batman where she's like a little bit like wary of him, but like generally thinks he's doing the right thing. Um, so that's where she's at. You've probably seen also like there's this weird thing where like they keep almost having Renee in like other adaptations and then they don't because like there's that one like detective in the Dark Knight, the Chris Nolan film, who I always assume there's like a like a young like Latin American like detective and I'm like, oh, it's Renee and then she's not Renee. And I'm like, you could have just made, you had, you had, you had Renee. You could have just put Renee in it. Um, I feel like that's kind the Nolan films kind of did that, where it's like, hey, this is maybe Dick Grayson. Haha, <laughs> no, we named him Robin, because it's not, why not? His name's Robin, you idiots. You why don't fool. you use a real name? Robin so, is like, lovely as a name. Rob- Robin's a great name. You know Batman's famous sidekick, Robin, who fights crime with his first name? Yeah. Robin. That that um, would be like if Batman just fought crime as Bruce. Or if his name was Batman Wayne. I'm Bruce Man. <laughs> Fuck. I'm Bat Wayne. Damn it. Hi, I'm Batman Wayne. Huh. It's kind of like that, that, that vigilante. Batman. No. Just like, no oh, relation. no relation. Um, but, um, and there's also, I think at the beginning of Lego Batman, there's also, like, somebody comes into Gordon's office who I, like, think is Renee, but then she's not Renee, and he addresses her with a different name. I'm like, just put Renee in it, you cowards. <laughs> you have um, Renee right here. She's right here, and she's so great. Um, anyway, so she starts off as, um... Harvey Bullock's partner, who's, like, a, um, another recurring, like, GCPD, uh, fella, um, who's, like, kind of, like, been, like, a little bit, you know, morally ambiguous at times, but is, like, generally a cool dude, um, and then she later gets partnered up with, um, Crispus Allen, who's great, um, he's, like, uh, he's a black guy, and he's a dad, um, and he has, he has a whole thing later, but, um, so she, like, is mostly just kind of, like, showing up in Batman stories, talking to Batman, helping solve crimes, um, in, uh, No Man's Land, which is a story where there's, like, uh, an earthquake in Gotham, and then the government's like, nobody is allowed to go to Gotham. Um, and then, wild. Like, it, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a wild storyline, but it's just about, like, everybody, like, the whole, like, Bat family and everyone who's, like, staying behind in Gotham just, like, trying to defend it from, like, falling into anarchy. Um, and Renee, like, sort of like bonds with Two-Face um like she and Gordon are like trying to like get him to help them out and she like she's she's nice to him um and then of course uh 
Two-Face falls in love with her. Um, I and can't then, like, believe a woman was nice to me. I can't believe a woman was nice to me. This um, must be romance. He, um, he definitely kidnaps her, like, a couple times. Hey, um, bud, that sucks. Hey, Harvey. <laughs> hey. Hey, dog. Um, and it's, and it's complicated because stuff's always complicated with Two-Face because, uh, you know, the comic book interpretation of a dissociative identity disorder is like, you know, well, there's two of them. So is, is Two-Face doing this or is Harvey doing this? Who knows? Um, and then, of course, the, the way that you cure Two-Face is to give him a bunch of plastic surgery and fix his face. And then he's like, hey, my mental illness is gone. That's how mental illness works, actually. I'm a, I'm a professional. <laughs> did, I'm a neuroscientist. Didn't you know? That's just how mental illness works. Um, but yeah, but there's a couple times during this where she, like, uh, is able to kind of, like, get through to Two-Face and, like, get him to help them out. Um, and then later, um, because he is in love with her... And because he is a supervillain, he's like, well, the only way to get her to love me back is to uh, make sure that she has nothing else. So he uh, publicly outs her as a lesbian and then frames her for murder. That's definitely how to go about that, Harvey. It is. And also, like, Harvey, you know she's gay? So I, like, how, what are you, what is this gonna accomplish? Well, you know what they always say. Maybe you just haven't found the right man yet. Hulak. And maybe the right man is Two-Face. <laughs> um, that's it, that's it. Too many lesbians just haven't met Two-Face. That's so true. Um. Anyways, I think this, I think... That's the first time it comes up that she's gay. I don't know, like, when in the... I mean, I assume when they were designing her for Batman the Animated Series, they weren't planning on having her be gay, necessarily. I mean, they could have been. Just like, They could have hmm, been. How do we get... How do we boost our cartoon? It's, it's what, 1992? It's 1992. <laughs> what are the kids into these days? <laughs> Lesbian Latina cops. All right, let's go. That's what that's what that's what kids love. I mean, if they were like, if that was in the original like character bible for like BTAS Renee, I'd be like stoked out of my mind. But I yeah, do that would kind be... of doubt it. Yeah, it would be sick um, though. It would be sick, but at some point in the conception of this character she is gay um so in like 2000 mid 2000s 2004 um is the start of the um excellent excellent let me see if i can find the date 2002 it was earlier than I thought. The excellent comic book Gotham Central, um, which just follows, like, um, as you can guess, the, like, the, the GCPD yeah. in, like, their day-to-day -day lives. Um, and sometimes Batman's there, but mostly it's about, like, Renee 
and Jim and Harvey and Christmas and like some other people um, trying to solve crimes in the worst city that's ever existed. Um, so it's in, um, it's during, it's in this where uh, the thing with Two-Face happens and um, she gets publicly outed, which sucks, um, and her parents disown her because of it, which sucks. Um, and then some other stuff happens, which sucks. Um, namely that, um, Crispus is, um, the two of them are, they get into a fight with this, I think this, it's during, let me check, it's during War Games, which is the series, the, the story arc where Stephanie Brown dies, so it's already bad. Um, but Renee and Crispus are, uh, Crispus Allen is such a bawling name. I love Christmas Allen, it rules. Um, God. But they're, um, they get into a fight with a supervillain, or uh, the Black Spider. Um, cool name. Um, and as opposed to his cousin, the Brown Spider. You know, the Brown Recluse Spider. Um, <gasps> we don't see him much. <laughs> nice one. Um, Crispus shoots him, um, and then the GCPD is like, oh, you shot this dude. We have to investigate to see if it was, you know, like, reasonable self-defense or not. But the bullet... a, a A good policy. A good policy to have, even when you are in a city that's full of supervillains who are trying to kill you all the time. Yeah, cause um, I mean, it, who's to say that if they didn't have this policy, some cop wouldn't just be like, oh hey, there's Two-Face, bang, buy Two-Face, oh hey, there's this other, mi- like, here's this minor supervillain, bang, that, that one more off the streets, yep. anti-Batman. Wait, it- the o- I'm the like, is this just like if Jason Todd were a cop? Jason Todd as a Jason Todd cannot be allowed to be a cop because it would just be this. I mean, he's basically he made himself his own cop in it, a way. He's the Punisher of the DC universe. He is, but I love him much more. Yes, I'm sorry, Frank, but you're not my son. Um, I mean, <laughs> Murder Hands McMike. <laughs> Um, anyways, so they're trying to investigate this murder, but the bullet that was in the dude's body goes missing, and it's stolen by a bad cop named Jim Corrigan. And this is not relevant to the story of Renee, but I've been tormented by this all day, and I need to get it out somewhere. There is... Okay, so Jim Corrigan steals this bullet. Um... He, Renee, like, tracks him down and, like, figures out, like, what he did with it. Um, and then he kills Crispus, because Crispus is, like, on the verge of, like, finding him out. And then Renee gets really upset with him and almost kills him, but doesn't, and walks away and then resigns from being a cop. We'll get back to all this. Um, Crispus dies, and then he is possessed um, by this force known as the Spectre, 
and there was a previous man who was the specter from like the 40s through like the 80s and his name was Jim Corrigan but the Jim Corrigan who's involved with this who steals this bullet and then kills Christmas Allen is not related in any way to the Jim Corrigan who was the specter there's just there's two dudes named Jim Corrigan and they're both cops and like one of them murders a dude and then the dude is possessed by the ghost who used to be possessing the other one but again there's no relation between the two of them at all and i was like looking into this and trying to figure this out because i had known about both of these jim corrigans and i just like assumed like one of them was descended from the other or there was like a reincarnation thing or like a reboot happened somewhere along the way because there's also jim corrigan is the specter in the new 52 in the very underrated series uh, Gotham by Midnight. Um, so I just kind of figured like something happened along the way, but there's just two guys and they're both named Jim Corrigan. Um, and then while I was investigating this, I discovered that there is a third dude whose name is also Jim Corrigan, who is also a cop, but he's an African-American cop who like was chilling with like Black Lightning when Black Lightning was first created. But it, again, no relation whatsoever. There's just three guys named Jim Corrigan. It's like they have a naming dartboard and somebody just <laughs> hit the Jim Corrigan section three times. Man, what should we name this character? Thwip, thunk. Oh, Jim Corrigan. What, what about this other guy? Hey. Bob, I need to borrow your board. Thwip, thunk. Oh, Jim Corrigan, all right. Bob, I have another guy over here that I need to name. Let me borrow your dartboard. Yeah, here you go. Thwip, thunk. Jim Corrigan. We can't all have Jim Corrigans. Look, boys, the dartboard has spoken. They all have to be Jim Corrigan. But they're not even related in any... Look, look. The dartboard has spoken. They shall all be named Jim Corrigan. All hail the dartboard. <laughs> Does anyone think that maybe we should take the names off the dartboard after we... No! All Do not question the dartboard. hail the dartboard. Um, so anyways, if you... I need to, like... I need to investigate this further because I didn't have time to, like, really dig into it today because I was at work. But if anyone has any insight onto this, like, the Jim Corrigan dilemma, um, please do hit me up because I'm, like, quietly losing my mind over it. It's the <laughs> wildest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, anyways, so Jim Corrigan, who's not related to either of the Jim Corrigans, um elsewhere in this universe um he kills christmas allen and renee goes after him and almost kills him but can't bring herself to do it and then quits the gcpd um and then has a period where she's just uh not doing great um and drinking a lot and breaks up with her girlfriend um and this is where she encounters uh, the question. Um, 
And the question is a dude who is also, um, who's been around since the 60s. Um, he was part of the uh, Charlton Comics that originally owned the Blue Beetle. And I think he was in, like, the, the Blue Beetle, like, comic books. Um, and he would also, if you've, he might also be very familiar if you've seen him because he has a, um, he has a, a, a trench coat and a, like a cool fedora, um, and he has a mask that just like, it's just like, it's like skin color, but it covers his whole face. So it looks like he's a man with no face. Um, and if you're saying like, that sounds like a little bit like Rorschach, surprise! <laughs> you're, you're you're totally right. Um, Alan Moore doing Watchmen. We talked earlier about how uh, Night Owl is basically just the Blue Beetle. Um, Rorschach is like basically the question because um, Alan Moore like wanted to use all of these like old Charlton Comics characters to do Watchmen, but then they were like, um, I don't know if you can, like, do this with these guys. So Alan Moore just made his own versions, which were almost exactly the same. It's like doing a fan fiction and then going to publish it and being like, man, I should just change these guys' names. Exactly. Um, but then the fan fiction is wildly successful and everybody talks for, like, 30 years about how it changed comic books forever. Um, just like Fifty Shades of Grey. Exactly Changing like comic books forever. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey, when you get down to it, really did just change comic books forever. Um, there is an issue of... This is just a fun thing that I found out while I was reading today. There is an issue of the question where he reads Watchmen and he thinks Rorschach is really cool and then he tries to be more like Rorschach and then he gets the shit beaten out of them and then he's like, Rorschach sucks. Oh my god. Um, so the question is, like, the question is kind of a weird dude. Um, he has, uh, he's a journalist, um, I believe his name is, um, his name is, here's another weird thing, his name is, um, Vic Sage, or he goes by Vic Sage. His real name is Charles Victor Cizaz, which is, like, Spelled exactly like Batman villain Victor's Zaz, but with the S's and Z's in Zaz reversed. And I don't know why they named him this. I don't know why comic books keep doing this. There's probably a reason somewhere. I didn't find the reason today. I don't know that much about the question because I don't care about him. But <laughs> why is... Why is it... Why is it like this? Charles Victor... Zaz. Not Victor Zaz. That guy does murders. Question don't do murders. Um. Anyways, um. The question is, um. Kind of a, kind of a weird character. Um, he doesn't, he doesn't have superpowers. Um, he is a journalist. Um. He kind of, he is trained in martial arts, um, and he has, his cool mask is made of, like, a special, 
material where it's like he puts on the mask and then he like releases a gas from his belt so the mask goes like opaque from the outside and also it changes the color of like his hat and his trench coat which I don't like cool I guess I like I don't know why you need to do that (laughs) but sure (laughs) um and he's like he's never he's never been like he's had his own series a couple times he's never really been once he became part of the DC universe, he's never really been a major character. Um, he's spent a lot of time kind of like lurking on the outskirts of stuff and like occasionally like showing up and giving like mysterious advice um, and then leaving again. Um, he's also like in several iterations, he's just like mad into objectivism. What? <laughs> Which is, like, a buck-wild, like, character trait to have. (laughs) Why? Why, comics? Why, Why comics? And then they change that later, and they just make him into, like, different philosophy shit. Um, But in the Dennis O'Neill series, it was, like, it was, like, a lot of philosophy in it. And they, like, put, like, little, like, was it Dennis O'Neill? I think it was. Um, Like, little, like, philosophy like suggested readings like throughout it um it's a very weird dude anyways <laughs> um so Renee Montoya is doing pretty bad and then the question um approaches her he shines his uh his question signal on the window of her apartment um which looks like the bat signal but it's a question mark um, okay and Renee's like what the the fuck do you want? And he's like, come help me investigate this mystery. You're not doing anything. She's like, uh, okay. Um, (laughs) sure. Um, and then she helps the question, um, investigate a mystery. And the mystery ends up involving, um, one Ms. Kate Kane, um, (gasps) who, yes, who Renee knows as, uh, an ex-girlfriend of hers. Um, who Renee does not know yet as Batwoman, but she is Batwoman. <laughs> so Renee's like, oh no, my ex. And Kate's like, that's me, your ex. Not doing, <laughs> not doing anything else. That's me, your ex. Definitely not Batwoman. Now not see, Bat it's kind of weird that you would say that. I, I just <laughs> wanted to make sure that you knew that I definitely was not Batwoman. You know, it's Gotham City. You just always have to establish out there that you're not some kind of bat person because you never know. <laughs> they're everywhere. Oh, look, there goes bat person. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, Kate. God damn it, bat person. Um, Kate Kane, we are talking about next week. Um, so we don't have to get too much into her. But she is a lesbian and she's Batwoman and... uh. She rules. Um, later, I think it's after this, after the question stuff. Um, but she and Kate, I mean, Kate and Renee, um, start dating again. Um, they share some history that's not really delved into too much. Um, but they start dating again. Um, and it's, it's so they're not, they're not the first 
lesbian couple in DC, um, but there aren't a lot of them, and they're definitely one of the more prominent ones. I mean, there's um, still not a lot. There's still not a lot of them, for sure. Anywhere. Hey, DC, we want more lesbians. We want more lesbians. Um, but Kate and Renee are, like, they're, like, they're, they're very good, and they're both kind of, like, you know, like, stoic, and they have emotional troubles, and they're, like, traumatized, but they care about each other very deeply, um, and they're beautiful, but, like, not, like, super sexualized most of the time, um, and they rule. But so, um, eventually, the question keeps, like, taking her on mystery investigations, um, and, you know, they, they grow kind of close, um, and then he dies, and he was like, I was doing this so that you could become the next question after me. Take this cool mask and this secret gas that turns the mask on, but also makes your coat a different color than it was before. <laughs> and Kate's like, why do I need that? Why do I need it to do that? And he's like, no, goodbye. You have to. Um, and so then... Um, then I might have, I think I just called her Kate, um, because I was thinking about Kate, Renee. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Renee. Um, and then Renee becomes the question, and much is much better than the previous question because, um, she's a woman of color and a lesbian, and she's not like weirdly into Ayn Rand. <laughs> That's so bizarre. Um, Renee, have you ever read Atlas Shrugged? Stop. Just, <laughs> just, just, I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. Um, and so then she doesn't have, um, she doesn't have a solo series as the question. She has, like, she's in, like, a lot of events and stuff, um, and she shows up obviously a lot in um, Batwoman, because Kate does have her own series, and in other, like, various Gotham comics, both as Renee and as The Question. Um, there's one, um, she had a, a Convergence special that ruled where she was, like, um, trying to, she was, like, hanging out with, like, Huntress and Kate, and she was trying to, like, help out Harvey Dent. Um, and it kicked ass. I love... Con Convergence was a very bad event, but everything that came out of it, like, kicked absolute ass. <laughs> and then I think um, in current canon, she's not... She's not the question right now, I don't think. She's shown up in Detective Comics and maybe in Batgirl, but just being Renee, which is still, like, great. Um... She doesn't need to be the question um, to be rad, but I do think it is very rad um, to have a story about somebody who is like, you know, another story about a person in Gotham who is genuinely just like a person in Gotham who's like, makes a lot of mistakes and like runs up against, you know, like both the corruption in the Gotham police system and surrounding it and also like the fact that Gotham is like 
the sh shittiest fucking place you could possibly, like, live or do anything in because it's full of murder clowns all the time, constantly just doing murders to everybody. <laughs> um, and he runs up against that and who suffers, like, a lot of, like, personal loss because of it, um, but is, like, you know, committed to to justice and, like, doing the right thing, and then gets, like, a pretty badass, like, secret identity, like, that's not, like, based around, like, her being, like, gifted any special powers, but it's just, like, sometimes things go better if you're on, like, a different side of the law, um, and you have a mask and a cool trench coat that changes color, and you just, like, investigate crimes, and you look really rad while you do it, and also, um, you're a lesbian and you're dating Batwoman, um, and you rule. Um, I love her. I love, I love Renee. She's just very, I, like, she's not, like, she's very far from idealistic, but she still, like, does not, even, like, even when she is in her, like, extremely dark moments after her, like, partner gets murdered and she's, like, you know, alcoholic and jobless and falling apart like she never like you know really truly gives in to darkness um and that kicks ass and um she's a gay woman of color in comic books who like is alive so <laughs> right on hell yeah didn't die um I would, I know I mentioned that it's great. I would recommend, um, if anybody's interested, um, well, Batwoman is very good. We'll talk more about Kate next week and I can give some more specific Batwoman recs. Um, but Renee is in those. Um, and Gotham Central is just like a really great series. It's like, it's, it's, it's just a very cool perspective to have on, uh, Gotham as like as a city that's like a fictional city that's like so like well developed and clearly understood like to have like a series from the point of view of people who are like living in it and not putting on capes and masks and who don't have a billion dollars and live in a mansion with a butler um it's uh it very rules. Um, and Ed Brubaker worked on it, and I like Ed Brubaker a lot. So that's um, that's Renee. Did you have any questions or anything else you wanted to add? No, I mean I've just been having a the past like ten minutes or so. I've just been having all these thoughts about uh, how Gotham seems to be built more towards. Uh, non-powered it's just it's just people yeah who have this moral compass 
who the law has essentially failed, who are just putting on masks and kicking ass and just... Yeah. And I'm like, why? I'm pretty sure it's because it's like Gotham is tied to Batman and Batman is tied to Gotham. So every little like subset of hero is going to some like in (gasps) some oh no dog in some small way emulate batman but like man gotham just has a bunch of people just like "Mm, i don't have any powers or anything but i'm really good at stuff and i'm gonna fix shit um no that's it's like oh now there's two dogs oh geez Uh, no it's like (laughs) It's really good, and it's, like, also, it's wild, because, like, if anybody needs superpowers, it's Gotham, because stuff sucks so bad there all the time. Yeah. Um, but it is, like, so, like, grounded in that story of, like, like, well, I don't have anything except myself, so it looks like I'm gonna have to do this. I feel Um, like... That's part of the reason why Gotham typically ends up feeling more real and lived in and in itself a character than other places that superheroes live in. Yeah, no, it's, that's, it's, it's very true. It's so much, oh, it's so much about people just doing the best they can with what they have. It's very human. Um, oh, I love I love Gotham. I'm gay. <laughs> Anyways, did you read any comic books this week? Boy, did I. <laughs> Hachi machi. Let me pull out my notes. Because, boy, did I read. I have a note. In my phone that says comics I've read since Last Capes and Japes. <laughs> I have read Lumberjanes volumes 2 through 8, which by <laughs> itself could be that's what I read last week, but no, it continues. <laughs> I read, I straight up read like seven volumes of Lumberjanes, but that's not all. <laughs> oh, wait, there's more. I also finished up, um, the Tales of Suspense, Hawkeye, and Winter Soldier oh, arc. Yes. Which was so good. And I... where am I going to get this good content? Unless I want to be all like, hmm, do they continue this in further Tales of Suspense? Do I want to just keep buying single issues? Should I just subscribe to this series at this point? <laughs> and I also finished up Batman and the Signal. Which, uh, oh, good. I haven't, I just, um, I was in another country and I just picked up my comic, so I haven't read the last issue of it, um, but I'm very, very, very excited. I can't believe I beat you to a comic. You beat me to a comic. Now you, now you are the comic lord. The oh comic my God. king. It's me, comics lord. <laughs> but that's not all. Oh, I, boy. Also, I also read Batman Hush. 
I love Hush. Which Olivia knows because I sent her a bunch of pictures of panels. Um, of really good panels. Yeah, I read Batman Hush last night, and then, that's not all, I also read Superman Volume 5 and New Avengers Volume 1 this morning. So I started New Avengers, which, like, because all my favorite kids are here. Billy and Teddy are here, Doreen is here, Clint is oh. here, like, I, I don't know how kids. I didn't pick up New Avengers before this. <laughs> but... Like, they oh, they gave Billy really bad anime hair, and I'm upset about I'm it. looking at that hair and just like, oofa doofa. It's oh. unfortunate. <laughs> I'll tweet a picture of this hair. Don't worry, guys. I will put it you will, on- You will not be spared from the hair. I was, um, I was just talking to my, um, my pal Connor, and we were talking about how, um, Kitty and uh, Piotr are also getting married this summer, um, along with the uh, the Batman the Batman Catwoman wedding, which is coming very soon, and it's like a huge deal, and they won't stop making a huge deal. I mean, I'm excited about it. I'm embarrassed, <laughs> and I'm like genuinely like excited for like the summer wedding of Batman and Catwoman. Um, but we were talking about, like, how it was, like, just, like, a time for weddings. Um, and Connor was like, when are Billy and Teddy gonna get married? And I was like, when are they gonna get married? I mean, it is canon that they do get married at some point. Because I... in New Avengers, future Teddy comes back and, like, he's like, oh, yeah, my husband. And Teddy... Teddy of the present time is just like, wait, what? <laughs> anyway, the, the, they did not have very good uh, time travel etiquette in this new <laughs> Avengers comic. They're of just like, not. just saying all this shit, and they're like, I probably shouldn't have said that. Anyway. God. But, yeah, they do get married at some point. When are they gonna get a nice big wedding? Just a just a big gay Jewish wedding, and Magneto's there, and it's weird for everybody. And the scrolls and the Cree are there, and it's weird for everybody. It's just very weird all around. Um, I I do also want to mention one more thing. It's not a comic that I read, but I was watching television with my dad. And we stumbled across a title while we were skimming through channels that was Marvel Anime colon Iron Man. Oh, holy shit. And I was like, that, that, that. I want to watch that. Dad, put that one on. I want to see what this is about. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all. Oh, Lord. The episode that I watched at one point like, Tony is being attacked by a race car driver whose legs were broken and then made a deal with a supervillain to, like, fix his legs so that he could drive race cars again because that's all he wants to do with his life. And, oh my god. Like, the condition is that he has to kill Tony Stark. And... <laughs> so, he... <laughs> 
he goes and like basically tries to run this race car into Tony Stark in the stands and then all of a sudden the race car is cut in half and when the smoke clears Tony's just like well look who it is Wolverine <laughs> and it's like what Wolverine's here and then we watched a couple episodes of this cart of this anime and then what was on after this anime? Wolverine anime. With the same oh. Wolverine that was in the Iron Man anime. And it's like, how did I not know that this existed? This is buck wild. And That's... like it dropped us in on episode three of the Wolverine anime. And like he's facing this elite assassin that can like eject swords from his wrist. But, like, just kind of like Wolverine's claws, but a sword, I guess. <laughs> but just but, a sword, yeah, for But just sure. a sword. And, like, I don't know what was going on in this anime. But they made Wolverine, like, really skinny and wear tight shirts. And it's just very wild to me. I cannot believe that it exists. And yet, I watched I've, uh, it with my own eyes. I had also never heard of this. And um, he shared, like, a couple screenshots and just, like, uh, just, like, one or two choice clips with me. Um, and it is absolutely buck wild. Well, look who it is. Wolverine. <laughs> but also, like... It was dubbed, right? It was an English dub. <laughs> so it had, like, that extra layer of, like, Buckwild translation, I guess. Holy shit, dude. Oh, God. I'm sorry. Did you read comics? Um, I, um, I just, I picked up two Wednesdays worth of comics yesterday. Um, I flipped through some of them I have not had a chance to really read anything um I bought the new issue of there's a new there's a new Avengers series starting at number one this past Wednesday so if you want to start reading if you saw Infinity War and you're like man this made me want to read comics about <laughs> this for some reason um Man, you know what this one made me want to do? Just jump right into comics. Just jump right into them. It feels very uh, unintimidating and accessible and fun to read. Um, but there's a new Avengers series, um, and I just read the beginning of it. Um, well, it opens with a very um, a weird, like... The Avengers from the a million years ago, the ancient Avengers, but they're all somehow versions of the current Avengers, basically, in some capacity. Don't um, you just love that about comics? I, I love I love how time works. Um, but uh then there's a, a, a like an extended scene of um Steve and Thor and Tony getting drinks together, um, and that does rule. So <laughs> comics are good as it turns out um, what's the lineup on this new avengers comics 
Um, well, Steve, Thor, and Tony are all there. Uh, She-Hulk is there. Um, I don't remember who else is there. Um, let me see if I can find it real quick. Um, I honestly, I also, like, I just looked at who was on the cover. So that could be misleading. Um... <laughs> Oh damn! I look. I just googled Avengers 2018, and it's just giving <laughs> me stuff cool. for Infinity War. Okay, it's like this um, isn't what I wanted. All right. So right now, looking at this, it looks like uh, Steve, Tony, and Thor, T'Challa, Carol, um, She-Hulk, Doctor Strange. Is Doctor Strange back to being Sorcerer Supreme? Because I know Loki was Sorcerer Supreme for like a second. Um. And, uh, Ghost Rider, which I also don't know if the current Ghost Rider is the dude they based off Zane or not. I really, really hope it is. <laughs> I just saw, like, a summary of the series, and it's just, like, one part thing is, like, behold the coming of, like, who will answer the call to assemble for a wild new era of Earth's Mightiest Heroes? Hint, one of them has a flaming skull for a head. <laughs> Really? <laughs> thanks, Is that so? Thanks for the cool new info. Um but um I also um I picked up the the uh the free CBD preview of um Marvel Rising. Um I also picked that up. I just haven't looked at it yet. Uh I am very excited about it because it does involve um a lot of teens. Um Doreen's there, and Kamala's there, and just a bunch of fun teens. Um, and it is also written um, by Devin Grayson, who's done a lot of work on Nightwing, and except for, like, the one thing she did that was very busted, and I hated it, the rest of her work on Nightwing I really, really love. Um, it's funny, I was looking at... Um, I was looking at one of the, um, the many, um, not the many, I was looking at the Dick Grayson Tumblr blog I follow, um, and some, they had reblogged a panel of, like, it was, like, Dick in a car with Huntress, and Huntress was telling him, um, about how he's, like, he's such a good person, but he's, like, loyal to a fault, and he, like, never considers himself and he like always puts other people's feelings before his own and like stuff like that and um the in the tags they were just like this is Devin right she has a tell <laughs> it's like yeah um but she's um uh she's a very she's a talented writer and she is a woman working in comic books so I am kind of obligated to like support her <laughs> Because there's so, there's so few of them. She, I'm also a bisexual woman working in comic books, I believe, but. That's even some, rarer. I know, it's extremely, um, extremely rare. Um, but that looks very promising, and I'm sure you'll hear more about it when it actually comes out and I read it. Um, also this coming Wednesday, um, is, a. Uh, Derek Charm's first issue as artist on Squirrel Girl, um, and the previews I saw of it were, like, super, super cute, 
and I think she's doing an escape room with Craven the Hunter. Oh um, my but god. But then the escape room turns into an actual death trap that they have to escape. Oh my um, god. Which just, like, is so great. Um, so please read Squirrel Girl. Read Super Sons, read Squirrel Girl, our weekly mantra here on <laughs> Capes and Chapes. Um, but I think, I think that's it. I think that's all I wanted to cover. Are you good? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I got, I got out all, all, all of the incredulousness about Marvel anime. <laughs> <laughs> What was your favorite comic of all the many comics you've read this this since our last episode? Shit. Um Well, you see I did purchase and read 7 volumes of Lumberjanes. <laughs> it's a whole bunch of Lumberjanes. <laughs> so clearly I have enjoyed Lumberjanes. Um <laughs> <laughs> and like I mm, I'm not sure how I feel about New Avengers yet cause it's like mm-hmm. it's got a lot of my favorite characters in it mm-hmm. but most of them haven't been really used yet sure and the stuff that they did do with some of them I'm just like well, I don't like this one bit. <laughs> hey, I don't like this at all. Why are you doing wait that? A, wait a second. Wait a second. Um, I did enjoy Batman Hush. There were a couple things in there that I was like, wait, when was this written again? There's, <laughs> there's some dialogue in here that I'm like, hmm, could have done without that. Yeah. That's absolutely true. Uh, now I'm like, shit, what else did I read? I mean, of course, I I loved, I, I absolutely loved the Tales of Suspense with yes. Hawkeye and Winter Soldier. Because, my jam. But, <laughs> but probably Lumberjanes. Really, good really choice. enjoying Lumberjanes. Always a good choice. Um, well... Go read Lumberjanes, everybody. You heard it here first. Well, probably, probably not, not first. <laughs> probably not first. If you heard it here first, um, we have been running in very different circles. But do read Lumberjanes. Um, and after you read Lumberjanes, tell us what you thought of it. Um, you can find us on Twitter, on Tumblr, on Instagram, and on Facebook. On All of those are under Capes and Japes all one word just type that in the the place where the name of the thing goes when you're on those websites and you will find us um you can email us at capesandjapes at gmail.com um if you have questions suggestions requests if you want um to talk to us about infinity war um we're still we're still gonna be going for a while so hit us (laughs) up um we have a tip jar on our website if you wanna um drop us any um any any cash any moolah um because unfortunately um every day is not free comic book day and 
sometimes you have to pay for things. Um, Look, Olivia, I spent $150 on comics on free comic book day. I don't... Holy shit. I had a list. I I didn't even get everything on the list. I'm not, like, I'm, like, I would absolutely do the same. Um... To be fair, I only go to the comic book store once every couple months. No, it's fine. It's fine, and it's valid. But please do give us money. (laughs) So we can continue spending exorbitant amounts of it on comic books. Um, God, um, and, um, if you don't have any money because you also spent all your money on comic books, or on other things that you spend money on, like food and student loans food shelter stuff that i should be spending my money on instead of comic books um then you oh my god my dogs please we're almost done dogs don't do this to me um you can't oh my god just push through okay all right all right um if you want to rate and review us on the podcast platform of your choice i just finished listening to the newest um fantasy shorts where you were like i don't know if stitcher has reviews if you want to contribute to the grand experiment of whether stitcher has reviews or not try and review us on stitcher and see what happens (laughs) i don't know Um, how stitcher works i know we're on it but we're on it i don't use it but we are there if you use it and you should rate us and review us there, or on iTunes, um, or in some other capacity. Tell your friends. If your friends want to learn about Renee Montoya, hit them up, because we're here. We got it. Um, wow. Okay. All right. That's it. I think we're good. Yep. I think we're good. All right. Thank you, as always, for joining us here on Capes and Japes. I am Olivia. And I am Elion. Kiss me sexy Batman. Kiss me sexy Batman. Oh look, there goes Batperson. <laughs> Kiss me sexy Batperson. Oh.